Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 292, and we're talking curbside pickup with a smile. We have to, have to infuse hospitality into every interaction that we have with our guests, with our customers. And it is fundamentally important as this is where people are expecting not just food, not the just the transaction of picking up their food, yet still want to feel like there's that sense of belonging, that sense of community that is so important to us. We were from restaurants and this best served custom, a, a channel that I'm very, very excited about because sometimes restaurants, we get into our, our bubble, we get into our echo chamber a little bit. And I think it's so important for us to understand the human experience at all sides of the restaurant, the food and beverage, the hospitality experience. And so best served custom about experiences and expectations directly from guests and customers of restaurants. So I'm excited about this channel and I'm going to bring in a couple of guests to speak on this topic. And we're just, we're just going to talk about what, what it feels like when we have a good experience, what it feels like when we have a bad experience. I think it's important for us to reflect on that and try and find the commonalities, the opportunities, the vulnerabilities that exist because we get it. It's hard. This is a massive pivot, whatever the hell that means, a massive pivot right now. Yet this was happening. It was already written that people want high quality food, quick, accessible, convenient. They want it delivered to them or they want to be able to pick it up with ease. And this was coming and it's been accelerated. Absolutely. Yet, this is an important thing for restaurants to be understanding. We just want to understand that human experience again. So, first off, I want to bring in Dev Adams to the show. Dev, good to see you. Good to see you, too. Is that a, is that a Simpsons? Uh... Yeah, it's actually a portrait that my, uh, my partner's brother got for us for Christmas. So, it's my partner and I and our two dogs. And... Amazing. I feel bad for anybody who's listening and not watching because that is an awesome... <laughs> Awesome portrait. I love that. Uh, well, tell us my quickly. social media, Miss Lupulin, and you can see it there. And you got your handle up. You, I love your style. You got your handle up. Definitely go to Miss Lupulin. Uh, uh, Miss Lupulin at Miss Lupulin on Instagram for sure. Uh, tell us where you are. I'm interested maybe how many times a week or a month you tend to pick up curbside just so we can kind of like quantify that a little bit. And then at a high level, what do you expect? How do you want to feel kind of when you leave a good experience when it comes to curbside? So um, I'm in Evergreen, Colorado, so just west of Denver. Um, uh, I pick up more times than I probably should a week. Um, It depends on the week, but usually, I mean, around three probably. So I'm picking up anywhere. Hey, that's a good number. This is a lot of restaurant people watching, so there's not too much. They're excited. You you are target-rich demographic for restaurants. I appreciate that. And how do you want to feel? What's your hope in that exchange? Um, especially in the places that I go or, or would go a lot prior, I, you know, I want to still see the people that I remember and I, I want to be, you know, I love when they're like, Oh, Hey, you're Deb. Cool. I've got your order. And you know, I just, I just, I want that little bit of personal connection. Cause that's also, 
I'm craving that is, is that interaction with another person. That's it. That personal touch, that sense of belonging that I think is so important. We can't lose track of that, even if it feels different and looks different, excuse me, it should still have some feeling to it. And even if it's a minute and a half, three minutes of, of that exchange, I think that's important and have that feel seamless. And so I love that. Appreciate that. All right. I want to bring in Sherry now. Uh, same kind of question to you, Sherry. Good to see you. Kind of where you're at, how many times maybe you're, you're picking up curbside and then your your hopes and dreams for the curbside experience. Oh, I'm from Bloomington, Minnesota, um, near the Mall of America. And so it's a good landmark for people. Yep. Um, we do maybe probably one to three a week, depending on, you know, I got kids in swim and, you know, right after I get off work, you know, sometimes it's difficult that I don't feel like cooking or don't have yeah. time. So, you know, and I look for the same things as Deb. I have um, some specific places I like to go that I got before pre-pandemic that are smaller businesses. I want to see them stay in business. So we usually pick the smaller businesses first to keep them alive. Um, a lot of them do remember, like, just by based on my order, who I am. Yeah. Um, you know, and even like coming out when they drop off the food, you know, how, hi, how are you? Just a small, quick, you know, even if they're busy, you know, that personal touch. Yeah. I think here's an interesting thing, Sherry, I want to stay with you for a moment that when we do have guests in our dining room, restaurants, we tend to be good at kind of asking those questions, understanding where you're at. How's the day going? Like, how's it been? When's the last time we saw you like these different interactions that, that feel meaningful. It feels, you know, familial to us and i think that we appreciate those and it's a challenge when you don't get to see them for a, an extended duration of time yet it's something that i see restaurants that are doing well they see your name they know that you've ordered three times in the last month it's still an opportunity to create that hospitable moment recognizing the things that you normally order recognizing when it's just an order for you and your partner because the kids are staying at friends at family for the weekend or something like there's different things that you can see happening in that exchange so i'm interested in in that for restaurants but for you specifically timing is important you mentioned you're getting off of work the kids have swim you want to make sure that that experience is very seamless for you because timing is of the essence so talk about that when do you see that work well has there been times where like you just need to get home because you need to go pick up the kids, but then you 25 minutes later and you're still waiting in the queue and nobody's told you if your food's coming out, like, give me an idea of how important timing is to you. It is, you know, it's pretty much, they want, I need them to be right on when they say your food's going to be ready in like yeah. 15 minutes. So, and I haven't had an issue. Like I get there, they, you know, see me, they come out, they bring my food, you know, it's been great. And I haven't, it's been I don't think there's been a time where they don't have it ready at the I'm, places that I do go. I'm so happy. And that's probably why you go to those places. Yep. That's something to, that's something to pay attention to. I think it's interesting where I think at the, at the beginning of the, the pandemic, we gave restaurants a lot of leeway. I was like, we understand you're figuring it out. You haven't done online ordering. It's clumsy. I'll call, I'll do whatever I need to do to try and get that food because I'm committed to you and it's meaningful to me. And now we're recognizing like 
it's about time you're, you you got to be good at your job here. And part of your job is making sure that if you say it's 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 25 minutes, that it actually is. So I think that's important. That timing aspect is key. We, we take that it's, it's dogma within a restaurant. It's fundamentally important that timing is, is a, is a huge thing that we excel at when we're doing our job well. So I appreciate that. Dev for you, I want to come to you and I'm, I'm interested you know, you mentioned, you know, you're going three times a week, so it's quite a bit. You're just outside of Denver. So a lot of times you might be doing some work. And you want to pick something up and you want to get it and go. And so timing for you, I'm interested in that. You know, you're thinking about traffic. You're thinking about different things like that. For you, the timing of, you know, if you show up in 15 minutes and it's and they said 15 minutes, what, what's your expectation? Give us an idea of how important that is to you in that exchange. So um, I work down in Denver um, about once a week. And so I often get uh, takeout for for lunch. And I, I only support local places like Sherry does. Like it's really important to me. And so especially when I'm leaving the office and I'm the only full-time employee in there, and I if I say I'm going to be gone a half an hour, I have to be back in a half an hour. Mm. So that timing is really, really important to me there. Um, but it's almost even more important if I'm picking something up on the way home. Right. Because I live about 40 minutes from work, I if they're telling me 15 minutes and it's a couple of minutes late, that's fine. If it's ready early, that's a big problem because it's going to be cold by the time I get home. Mm -hmm. So and then I have to reheat it. And then it's basically why didn't I just cook it myself? So that's really important. If I'm get, picking up something in like Lakewood or Wheat Ridge or Golden to bring home, it needs to be warm when I get it home. Yeah, restaurants. So a lot of those systems uh, can be automated. And so they kind of are like, here's our average time. And if you're committing to that, you need to make sure that you're doing that. So if a ticket actually, if a dish only takes you eight minutes to make, and it happens to be the only one up, yet your system is saying 20 minutes, you need to self-time that. That's a that's a big issue for restaurants. I think that's that's super important. And this is fascinating, Deb. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. I have an episode on this series coming up in a couple of weeks called plating at home like a chef. I'm very fascinated in the actual opportunity to do more deconstructed dishes or even something I'm calling the two-day sandwich where you only dress half of the sandwich and the other half is for lunch the next day because there's an interesting dynamic where we're getting dinner and sometimes breakfast or lunch the next day in that order to kind of extend that meal part. And so the timing of getting it home, I mean, you're on a razor's edge. There's almost, there's very little chance and very few dishes that are going to travel really well for you anyway so it's almost like building in the reheating at home in the part of the experience not the like ah, oh, i have to do it and it's a pain in the butt it's kind of part of the process so i'm, I'm fascinated in that because i think there's i think there's something there as well uh curbside for you sherry can i just say uh, really quick about, that, about what you're just saying about reheating too um i have huge respect for the places that give me containers that are really easy to reheat in um, so that if it is cold when I get home or, or what mm -hmm. have you, I can easily reheat it. Drives me nuts to get styrofoam because yeah. there's nothing I can do with that. Like I have to, I have to take it out. I have to do something with it. And so I really love when I get something I can just easily reheat. Dev, we might have to have you back because one of the other episodes, this is does to go packaging matter. That's the other title. And I think it absolutely does not only for what you're talking about reheating, but I think now that we're seeing more and more packaging, we're going damn, there's a lot of styrofoam and plastic getting used. And we recognize more that the impact that that's having on our environment and restaurants, unfortunately, are, are huge contributors to, to waste when it comes to food, water, and now more so with packaging. I know 
a lot of people that are making decisions going, not only do I like the food, the curbside is timely, it's easy to reheat, and they're making a conscientious choice about what they're putting my food into. Those are the kind of thoughtful businesses that I want to support. So I like this. We're, we're, we're transcending multiple episodes here, which I really appreciate. So thank you for that. Uh, Sherry, the kids. I want to talk about the kids a little bit because we have the same experience uh, having two young sons. I know it comes up a lot for families. Just again, there's a little bit of the timing, but also like, you know, the expectation of what that what that feeling is like. Do you pick up with the kids in the car? What is that like? Does it get heated? Are they impatient? Do they love seeing their favorite server who's bringing out the food? Give us an idea of when the, you know, the family's in the car and you're waiting for curbside. Actually, I leave the kids at home. Ah, smart. <laughs> go go Best get it. Advice. You know, it's easier, you know, because they don't eat it in the car and we have to wait till we get home. So why drag them along? I do work from home right now. So yep. I don't have a, a long commute like Dev does. Um, but it's the kids like their certain things. So it's like they, they my daughter do. loves Culver's and noodles and stuff like that um they tolerate like this it's shantytown it's a little dive bar so as long as they have chicken strips for my daughter or a <laughs> cheeseburger for my son they're good with it so um yeah we if it's just me and my husband then we can pick up like europolis it's a place that has all your different kinds of euros so mm -hmm. it's a local shop that we try and support. You kind of have your short list of places and depending on everybody's mood, you kind of have to feel out the room to get a sense of not only what is up for debate of what you can order, but also the timing of it. And so looking at that, do you find yourself then kind of going through multiple different potential uh, places that you're thinking about and then running it by the team and then looking at what the time is for as far as like where they're looking at for pickup or how far it is? There's a lot. There's a lot of decision-making that goes into getting one night of dinner for you. Talk about that for a moment. There is, you know, because like I said, they're picky. They only like certain places and I don't necessarily like the same places that <laughs> they do. So sometimes I'll find places I like that are nearby. So I'll actually do a double pickup. So I'll schedule them at the near the same time. So then I can, while I'm waiting for they're like their noodles, I'll go get like five guys or there's a subway right there. You know, that way I can okay. eat what okay. I want. Terry, <laughs> now you're talking about something. Now you're talking about the dynamic of timing two different curbside pickups yeah. to be able to get your food. Now you have to also add in the layer of, oh, man, now the calculus is getting to my brain. <laughs> you have to basically now decide where to go, the proximity from each other, the timing of those individual places, the fact that everybody in the family is going to be happy, which place to pick up first because you want to make sure that the thing that can be the coldest you pick up first, not the thing that you need to be piping hot. That is a lot of calories burned in your brain that I want to make sure that we really understand. This is the, the length that you're going through and so many other people are going through. We have to have the utmost respect for that time and that effort. If restaurants do not understand that Sherry and her family are spending a significant amount of potential headache and heartache mm -hmm. to get your food, you got to deliver on being timely. You have to deliver on making it a seamless and hospitable experience that they're 
they're they don't know the inner workings of what's happening with your business they just know that they want to be fed they want to feel like there's there's some value that they're being valued so sherry ah i appreciate that i can i can just imagine what it takes to pick up from two different places in this dynamic so thank you thank you for sharing that i appreciate that dev for you you know uh, I, I, I see you. I mean, I want to go. I, I want to think about beer now. Now, I, I feel like you're probably picking up a, a crowler, a growler, uh, some bombers of beer from your favorite brewery as you're also going back to Evergreen. So you potentially are having to time multiple things, the proximity of somewhere to a brewery. So talk about that for you, the multiple pickup and getting out of town on time. How does that look for you? Yeah, so that's actually a huge part of it, for sure, is is trying to figure out which brewery am I going to stop at, which breweries am I going to stop at, sometimes multiples. Um, Do you you actually make that decision first before the food? It feels like you might. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. (laughs) It depends on what we have in our fridge and what I need to to get. The um, but I also look at what food trucks the the brewery has. Mm. So that's really important too. And does that food truck allow me to order online or call in an order? so that I can get them at the same time, or am I going to be waiting? And that's fine. If I have to wait, sometimes you, you know, you suck it up for the really, the really prime food trucks, but a lot mm-hmm. of food trucks now are, are pivoting as well to doing an online order. Or you can call in an order because they, they are the same as restaurants where they've had to pivot and, and offer things that they never before offered. That is such a great point. Talking about food trucks as that different offerings, different ways of offering, even virtual kitchens, somebody who's pickup and delivery only, there's a lot of different ways that people are delivering on the promise of food and beverage than just the four walls of, of a restaurant. So I think that's an important thing to consider. You know, we talked about this over the last couple of weeks. We talked about kind of user experience when it comes to websites because restaurants really struggle with that. We're Luddites. We're like very much on the end of the adoption curve when it comes to technology. And that's a big vulnerability. We talked about kind of avoiding clumsy online ordering and some of those pieces. I want to maybe just touch on that for a moment because I think a couple of things that both of you have said kind of feed into that. Like, I like that you said you'd make the phone call. There's a fascinating thing. Even for me, there's only one place. It's Fudwe, my favorite Fud place. I have the I have the, my order memorized for the whole family. I don't like calling anywhere else. And I'm like a restaurant person. I want to just go click, 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 boom, and I'm out. Yep. And and I don't want to be judged for that either because I don't want to pick up the phone or I don't want to be judged because I can't figure out when you open or do you take orders for to-go food that I can have ready at 5.30, but you don't open till five, but I'm not going to be able to put the order in at five. I need to put it at four before I walk into my next meeting. There's a lot of dynamics at play that we need to take into account. So I wanted to open up that. I see both of you nodding your head. So Sherry, your thoughts on that, just the ease of ordering. That's the title of this whole series, ease of ordering. How important is that to you? It's very important. Like um, there's multiple places that either do online or um, I have two places, Snuffy's um, Malt Shop and Shantytown. They only do phone calls in um, the Europolis actually has their website set up and you can, before they open, you can start ordering at a certain time good. and so that it's ready right at 11 when you show up. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I do like the ease of going online and ordering and not having to call. I do it for Shantytown cause that's like my favorite place. So, and it's pretty easy. I'm not on the phone a long time. It's just if they get know, busy, then it's feel. busy. Yeah. I can't get through sometimes. Right. Right. I, 
I think it's important. I think sometimes, you know, even restaurants sometimes are like, well, why are people lazy? Why don't they just pick up the phone? It's like, why? Because it's so convenient and 10 other amazing places are putting in the effort to not make me have to go through all that extra work. And so restaurants really need to like take a little bit of a moment to reflect on that. You know, we it's don't awful. call in our order to the farm and drive to the farm to pick up our produce. Somebody delivers that for us. So we need to be really empathetic on that customer experience. I think it's important. Yeah, Sherry, you had something to add? Yeah. Also for them, it would be easy because they can take multiple orders. I mean, they can only be on the phone one at a time and these small businesses only yeah. have so much staff. So if they have something that notifies them, they they can get more business that way rather than waiting, you know, someone's trying to get through and have to keep coming multiple times and then giving up and going to their next place on their list. Most people are going to give up. Here, here's the thing we've kind of committed to in our family. Betsy's the one who does the ordering, my wife. And if it's not seamless, if she's not feeling it, next. Like we've had to start to like almost hard line where it's like there's so many great places, so many people we support and want to support that it's like if, if it's clunky and I can't figure out, even if I can't find the phone number or the hours of operation to know if I can actually place a phone call order now, you just you feel dumb sometimes if you can't figure it out. And we don't want to feel like that. We want to feel like somebody has thoughtfully gone through the steps that we would have to go through and made it as easy and simple and convenient as possible. And when we don't, like it doesn't feel right to us. And we know how thoughtful restaurants are it feels like they're not giving us our our due amount of effort and that's it feels like there's a loss of hospitality in that exchange so uh, i appreciate you pointing that dev same for you ease of ordering i i know it's important to you so talk about that a little bit when it feels clunky clumsy or when it feels good and right and seamless for you what's what's that like well, I'm actually in charge of a system for the state of Colorado that has um, in the tens of millions of customers, and I actually helped develop the the customer user interface for it. So I may be pickier than other people simply because- Good, I'm Dev, not, help I'm us, help healthy. restaurants. What do we have to do to get on that level? Freaking keep information updated. Oh my goodness. So one of my favorite places in Denver, we have to call them because they never list their daily specials online. So I don't know, like, I'm not going to order their slice of the day if I don't know what that slice is. So, and they're open for dine-in as well. So I feel bad calling them because I'm taking someone away potentially from their table so that they can answer my silly question. Mm. It's not a silly question, but they can answer my question because they haven't posted online what their specials are. And they used to post every day just a photo of their little sandwich board that they put out front. And that was, that's perfect. That's yep. fine for me. It doesn't need to be fancy or complicated. I just need to know what's going on. It's like breweries. I need to know what food trucks are there. And so many breweries completely fail at posting food trucks. And I know food trucks are dicey because they could cancel or whatever, but you know, it's, um, it's just having the information out there, having it accurate, having it easy to find. Um, yep. and, and how, like, I shouldn't have to dig through the website to find out how I have to order. Like if yeah. your menu is right there and you have a link that says call or order online, perfect. Awesome. You just made my life so much easier. Yep. Two clicks. Mm -hmm. You get two clicks, right? I think, I think you're, you're speaking the absolute, absolute truth. It's communication. It always has been. It always will be. Restaurants, chefs, myself, we're just communicators. We happen to speak food, beverage, and hospitality, yet it's all has to be communication and the expectation, right? Great service is a guest having everything they need and nothing they don't. 
and we get trained again and again and again on those steps of service. And then because we don't like the medium of digital ordering, I understand, yet this is the reality of this business. We don't like it, so we don't put the same effort and approach and teaching and strengths to play. And, and then we wonder, we just, we don't even know. Like th this reminds me of, if you have heavy foot traffic area, you mentioned the slice of the day out front, they probably have foot traffic. So people are looking at that and restaurants all the time will see this and they'll get pissed off. They go, God, people keep walking by our menu board, looking at it and going to the place next door. What the hell is going on here? And you start to think about it. You start to shift things. You start to like think about different specials. You start to interact in a different way. You start to put tables out on the patio so they can see their food. All of these different things that restaurants do to try to coax up that business from the frontage. And you see when you're missing out on business and you have an opportunity to do something. We don't even know how many, how many opportunities for business you're missing because you don't know how many people are coming to your website and go, nope, I'm out of here. Google because analytics. it wasn't intuitive. Analytics. People need to be people yeah. need to be engaging with analytics and and making sure that they're seeing their their churn rate and everything online. But when you were talking about seeing the food, like setting tables outside, that's a huge thing for me. If it's a place that I haven't been before, I haven't ordered a certain item, and I'm ordering online, I oftentimes will Google or go to Yelp or use another service to try to find what that dish looks like, especially mm -hmm. if the are very descriptive. I, for, for example, I'm very particular about my chicken wings. I like them okay. the way. And so I want to see a photo of them to see if they're going to be in the ballpark of what I like or not. So I have to take the time to go look for that. Whereas if you have a good description on the menu, I don't have to worry about it. I, I trust that that's what's going to be, or if you have photos or, or what have you. So the, that extra effort, I'll put it in, but then if it doesn't live up to my expectation, I'm even more disappointed because I put in all that extra effort. Yep. And you are putting the effort. A lot of people won't. They're just gone. They're to the next place because the next place did give them all the information they needed and nothing that they didn't. And so I appreciate that. For both of you, I want to wrap with this, Deva. I'll start with you. Uh, uh, for you with online ordering, anything that we didn't touch on, anything else that's important to you, anything you want restaurants to know and understand inclusive of i know how much respect you have how much you want to take care of them in this moment that's clear from both of you anything else that you think would be helpful for them to know from your perspective um i i just think really sitting down and looking at your website looking how it functions and and try to use it yourself try to figure out if it actually works give it to Give it to your Luddite family member who doesn't ever use the internet and see if they can. It's called the Bubba test. We call it the Bubba test all the time. My partner, Josh, is who I use for the Bubba test all the time on my website because he doesn't <laughs> use it all the time. So if it if he can't figure it out, it's too difficult. So sit down yeah. and and get your expert Bubba in there to, to show you. And another thing, I actually really love to be able to go back to a website and have a login so that I see my past orders. And oh, I can good. save my payment method because that's so much faster for me. I don't even have to think about it. I'm like, and then I don't have to be like, ah, oh, what did I order last time? I really, really liked. Yes. I kind of have to guess. So those are my two big things. It's really nice to have a login and it's really just have someone who doesn't use websites a lot, test it, and it will tell you everything you need to know. The order history. I think that's great. I think that's a huge missed opportunity for a lot of restaurants. Absolutely makes sense. Sherry, same question for you. Anything else that you really want and hope restaurants can kind of know and understand to get them in a better position to, you know, 
have more yep. dedicated customers like yourself. You know, yeah, I like the the apps that, like Dev said, you know, the, you know, order history and my credit card, I can save right on there. So it's really fast. Um, but also, even after, like, if you go and, you know, you have a good experience, they're happy, they're, you know, doing that personal touch, and then you get home, you know, I know mistakes happen. You know, it's what you do when yeah. that you call in and how they correct the mistake and make it right. Because if uh, they don't, then huge. you're going to get like bad reviews and social media can be a real killer for, I know, for businesses. I could not agree more. That is huge. It is absolutely how we're able to respond makes such a difference. And again, hospitality in that moment is so fundamentally important. And we all know in restaurants, you can take a, a disgruntled customer and if you flip them, they will become your biggest advocate because they did not expect you to do that. They just, you know, have, have dealt with the situation where the restaurant just does not care. And if you show that you truly care, it matters and it makes a big difference. So I appreciate it. What a great way to end. Sherry, Dev, thank you to both of you for sharing today is so important and i really hope that people working in restaurants understand that hospitality still matters that if they're coming to the curbside if you're walking in the door to pick up however that exchange is happening that they still appreciate and want that that exchange to feel hospitable to feel like they remember you that they know you that you are valuable and important to them as they are to you it really matters and i hope the restaurants on the operations side hear that there's there's high expectations, and uh, and I think restaurants that are game to to adopt and adapt are going to have an opportunity in kind of the future of this industry. So thanks to both of you. Thank you everybody for tuning in once again. This is Best Served Podcast 292 Curbside Pickup with a Smile Best Served Custom Volume One Ease of Ordering Episode Five of Eight. Check out the full series. Links to that in the comments. Uh, thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.